I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Wait, how's that not on my list? Interesting impressions. Go. <clears throat> okay. It's yeah. usually on my list, man. I don't know how it didn't make this list. Oh, let's try. Let's try. <clears throat> like man, Scoob. Like, let's get stoned, man. There's a little shaggy for you. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, P- Peter Griffin here. He's trying to get a beer. Go down to the clam, get a beer. <laughs> I don't know. That's nuts, dude. I live where they I live where that show's based in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that show's based off Cranston, Rhode Island, even though they call it Call Hog. Call Hog is Cranston. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. I love that show. Hey, I'm Brandon from Promises Care Collective. This is the Hey How's It Going show. I'm here with Braden Barry from Lindsay, Ontario. Braden is a musician behind Say We Can Fly, and he also hosts a podcast called Coffee Thoughts. He also enjoys streaming to his audience on you now in his spare time. Hey, Braden, how's it going? Man, it's going just absolutely dandy. How are Fantastic. you? Why don't you plug everything and I'll you know, shout out whoever you'd like to do? Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I got some I got some new tunes coming out in uh, what, what day, what's the day today. May 1st, dropping a new tune. Um, I just put out a new one as well. And uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much it at the moment. Just been doing a bunch of live streams on you now, and um, yeah, playing video games. You know, your new song's called Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember you played that the other day on the Ghost Killer Entertainment. That was pretty cool. That's where I found you. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was a good stream. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it was a good one. Uh, so, how did you pick the name "Say We Can Fly"? Um, man, honestly, I, well, it was like back when I was like fourteen, I think, and. Uh, the whole, you know, the whole like one word names were kind of a thing with like MySpace and whatever. Um, and it was basically just this, like the first name I tried for my YouTube channel that wasn't taken was Say We Can Fly. And I just, I just went with it. It was, you know, impulse, I guess. What's your thing with the one word names? I don't know. I, I think just like when I got into music, like there, you know, there was a lot of bands doing that. And I just kind of liked that whole like scene, you know, so um I just feel like that's kind of where I fit in, I guess. So I wanted to do it. And then Facebook made it so I couldn't have the one word name for my page anymore. That's crazy. <laughs> so I don't know why that's a thing. Yeah. They're always trying to control you. But yeah, that's crazy. crazy. So I know you play guitar. What else do you do? you play any other instruments? Um, yeah, I play. Uh, I mean, I play bass. It's pretty much the same as guitar. Um, also piano and uh, a little bit of drums. I haven't. I haven't. No, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I haven't played. Uh, anything other than guitar in a while i, I may i mean I, a lot of my music i produce just in my in my bedroom like right here so i do i do a lot of stuff on midi you know like the the pianos and strings and stuff uh, when yeah. i'm when i can actually get into a studio i like to you know play as much as i can so hell yeah dude i'm i, I all my music i make is in midi yeah it's just I easier can't play actual <laughs> instruments but i i like to think i can play this but i can't i can't yeah man it takes a lot of time and dedication you know yeah but. um i I learned bass because I was like I was trying to play guitar, but I couldn't get the the movements on the chords on my fingers. Yeah, and I was like, well, bass you only need one finger, so that was cool. That is true. That is very true. Ivan says, "Hey, Braden. Hey, what up, Ivan? Yeah, these are my my people from you know. I think probably coming over here. <clears throat> Alrighty. Um. So, what start inspired you to start making music? Um. Well, I think I think a lot of like why I you know, kind of went to writing, um, songs. Sorry, my headphones fell out. <laughs> no, no worries. I think a lot of it was really like, I, I've, um, I mean, I'm still kind of a quiet person, but back then I, you know, I, I didn't know how to talk to people and I just always felt very like, I guess, isolated and kind of, you know, just by myself and, um, you know, my home situation, like I, it, you know, wasn't that great. And, and I just felt super just lonely, I guess. And I never knew how to word what I wanted to say or like, you know, share, express myself to people. So I think when I like went to, to writing, I could actually like, you know, formulate it or just say it in a different way. And uh, so that's kind of why I started to do it. But it also like it also helped me through my own shit that I was going through, you know, like it really helped me to like process things and understand them. I think that's kind of why I've always enjoyed creating things, because it makes me feel like, you know, um, I'm doing something with myself and, and making some progress, I guess, you know. That's, that's really cool man so did you struggle a lot with like depression and anxiety stuff like that yeah for sure man i absolutely did um 
yeah, I mean, especially when I was younger, you know, I feel like now, like I've really worked to to develop a perspective and learn as much as I can about how all that stuff works and just get in touch with myself more for the sake of, you know, being able to navigate life better. But back then I didn't, ha- I don't know, understand anything about, uh, you know, how the mind works or emotions or whatever. So it was very challenging. I think a lot of people experience that, you know, and, and even still like when you're older, the problems, you know, they just change, you know, you just have to, there's just new things you have to, to navigate through. And, but yeah. yeah, for real. I, I understand that, man. I deal with depression myself and it's rough. If like I don't take my Adderall one day, I'm just a mess the whole day. Like I'm in bed laying down. I have no motivation. It's 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 rough. And music helps me out. It looks like yeah. you help a lot of people. I mean, I'm getting a lot of comments here. People saying some really cool stuff about you. Sweet, that's man. great. Um, yeah. yeah that seems, like how does it feel to know that you're able to help people like that? <clears throat> man, I think like I've always um, I've always been very like head down just kind of like fo- like focus on what i'm doing and focus on the next thing so a lot of times i, n- I never like take a minute and think of like you know how, how what i'm doing might help other people and stuff so like when whenever i do hear that like it really means a lot you know because it's not like um i don't think about that a lot i'm, I'm very hard on myself and just always trying to like outdo myself you know so to know that i can can do that for other people it, it definitely you know helps me to to want to continue to doing it because when you know when i've had hard challenging times which happens when you're in any, you know, anyone's life. But it, you know, some, some, there's been times where I've been like, man, I don't, I just don't want to keep doing this shit. Like it's, you know, it's too much, too much of my mental health or whatever problems I was having. And, and like, honestly, the people that listen to my music have been what pulled me out, you know, and kept me, kept me doing it. So it's, it's amazing, man. But it's a two way street, you know, like everyone who supports me, like keeps me, you know, out of in dark, the game dark and yeah 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 i feel that that's that's awesome man yeah. um all right so on your youtube a few channel tags are nothing nowhere and emo rap can you explain that oh really i didn't even <laughs> i don't remember changing those i think um just because like the new stuff that i'm putting out now is is more in that vein um yeah so i like this so the last uh the last song i put out called anxiety and then this next one they're kind of more like emo rap. I usually make acoustic stuff and that's kind of what I've done uh, for most of my, my 10 years of doing this, but yeah, I just want to try something new and, and uh, yeah, I, I guess they call it emo rap. I don't know. So I just put that as a tag. I love emo rap. Like did you yeah. like little peep at all? I did. Yeah, man. He's, he was amazing. Uh, yeah. He was really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. RIP little peep, but yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he really changed, kind of changed the game a little bit. Like a lot of people didn't want to accept him and put that. Yeah. But I think that he, he did really good music and his, his lyrics are very uh, meaningful and stuff. Yeah, totally. And I think like someone like that, it's like when just to like go out there and, and, you know, be different than everybody, it really helps people who feel like they're, you know, alone in being different. Maybe, you know, I feel like that's why so many people loved him. <clears throat> for real so do you want to thank anybody for where you are right now mm. dude absolutely man i mean like everyone who listens to my music i mean i i try to make sure they know how much i appreciate them but like i would not have this without you know those people and i don't know man like my whole team i'm very blessed to have the team that i have like my manager and and uh you know my label and, and everything like they're just like super close friends of mine now and uh you know, it's just, it's just nice to when it, you know, you're dealing with business stuff to, to be, you know, very close with those people that you're working with. Like, that's, that's awesome. Um, and I, you know, my, my parents like, you know, pushed me a lot. Um, I mean, I mean, everybody in my life has, has played a role in some way, you know, <clears throat> for Great. sure. Yeah. You got to hold your friends close and all that. Um, yeah. so do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, man. I'm, I, yeah, I would say so. I would say like in in my own way I do. Yeah. Do you have your any ghost stories or anything? Any experiences? I do, man. Yeah, actually it's funny you, you live in Rhode Island cuz I it's actually the craziest one that ever happened to me was in Rhode Island. Um and I went to this uh I have told this story on my live streams a little bit, but it was crazy. I mean, there was a lot of shit that happened in my old house where I used to live when I was younger that was just like, you know, terrifying. But I'd I mean, tell you all of it. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit of it. So, I mean, like my old house when I was younger, I'll get to the Rhode Island story in a minute, but yeah, I mean, it just had, it just, you know, like some places have a really heavy energy, you know, yeah. like you just feel it. It was that. And, um, and specifically the room I was in, like it kind of started where I would wake up and, you know, like that weird kind of space between being awake and being asleep, but you're, you're still kind of conscious. Like there would always be like, 
I would always think that I saw something like on my wall, like crawling on my wall, like this fucking like black figure. Like it was, it was all the time, you know, but then I would kind of wake up and it would be gone. But okay, like some yeah, sleep so paralysis or something. Yeah, almost like that. <clears throat> and uh, but then it, you know, be shit like when I was in the shower or something, I would think that like my, my parents came home because I, I heard people walking around and heard the silverware and shit. And then I would get out and there's no one home and just stuff, the doors closing, shit falling, like just the typical stuff, you know. But it was really that heavy energy that really scared me because you always, it always just felt like somebody's watching, you know. Yeah, that's and, nuts. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so that was a lot, you know, when I was younger, but. When I went to Rhode Island, I went there for a, for a meditation retreat. I got super into meditation, kind of like spirituality when I was like 16, 17. So I was kind of like enjoyed trying to get in touch with not like not like paranormal shit, but just like, um, you know, deeper layers of reality a little bit and kind of getting into like altered states of consciousness and whatever. So I feel like there's a lot going on in reality that we that you can tap into and we don't kind of like perceive when we're just like in our normal kind of human state. But so I went Some to this, like um, astro projection stuff. Um, I, and I'm trying to think of how to explain this, like more so just like, okay. So the, the reason I went to Rhode Island is because I found this guy who teaches meditation and teaches, you know, a lot of just a bunch of spiritual practices gotcha. for like manifestation and like getting in touch with yourself. Um, <clears throat> but basically, uh, he was holding a three day, um, retreat at this like old Buddhist temple. I forget where it was or what it was somewhere in Rhode Island. And the whole point of this weekend was he wanted everyone to be, to basically achieve a state of altered consciousness that was the same as being on psychedelics without taking any. So it was just a bunch of meditations and different kind of things that we were doing. <clears throat> but this one night, um, we were chill, just chilling, like just talking about a bunch of stuff. It was like 2 a.m. <clears throat> and uh, so this was like an old temple, like an old uh, place. Um kind of in the middle of the forest and so somebody came upstairs and was like yo guys there's like something in the basement like there's like some kind of energy or entity or some shit here and we're all here trying to like you know meditate and like just dabble in this crazy shit so it helps when there's like a collective vibe you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so anyway so they're like he the guy said to me he's like do you want to check it out i'm like i'm fucking here for it you know all right sure like we'll go, yeah, we'll go. <laughs> yeah so i went downstairs with this dude and um it was pitch black and it was right under like the meditation room. Um, and this is kind of like uh, part of the dude's teachings. But if you're in a dark room and you let's just say you look at the wall between you and the wall, you can almost see this like staticky kind of like it looks like pixels almost like if, you, if you're it's easier to see when you're when it's dark, like if you kind of notice and sit with yeah. it long enough. So that's kind of like um, part of this dude's teachings. <clears throat> but anyway, so we go into this basement and it's pitch black and like that energy shit is just super vibrant and um so he's like all right like it's in this it's in this room and, and we walked we walked through this this like basement storage room and there's this little like cold cellar cold storage like cellar concrete room fucking pitch black and we go in there and he's like do you feel it and i'm like like it, i don't know how to explain it just felt like there was something in there and uh so he starts like talking to this thing whatever the, whatever it was starts talking you know it didn't feel like necessarily like bad but it definitely felt like there's something there and then in the corner the one corner it looked like like that staticky kind of stuff was just super dense yeah and it looked like like kind of an outline of something and uh man i don't know i just like really felt it and then he shone his like light on it and um I don't know how to explain it, but it looked for a second like that, that like the darkness stayed for like a split second longer no. than it should with light. And so we just, we just left. But I mean, there's a bunch <laughs> of shit that happened that weekend, man, you know, but we just left. We just, we just dipped out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. I've always enjoyed, not like the, I don't like go after it, but I'm very, really, I'm very open to that shit, you know? Yeah. I love like ghost stories and stuff like that. It, it interests the hell out of me. Like the, mm -hmm. the fact that they could exist or whatever. Totally um, for sure. I've had some crazy experiences myself, so I love hearing other people's. Yeah. Do you like um, uh like ghost hunting and stuff like that or uh, like the that? TV shows or like doing it? They like doing it. Do you ever go out in abandoned um, buildings and shit like that? It's been years, but I used to, yeah. We used to yeah. do that stuff when I was like younger. I don't know, like eighteen. But uh I mean I'm twenty six now, so it's it's been a while. Yeah. But um I, I, I still enjoy the hell out of it. Like I had a friend who was Wiccan, so we'd go out and do it with her. And cool. uh, we play Ouija board and all that kind of stuff, and it was fun. It was just good fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's bad to that. Um. 
Did you say anything else you wanted to mention? Or that's pretty much it for like my ghost, my ghost tales that I can think of. <clears throat> All right, cool. That was fun. Um, yeah. What can you tell me about the your song "Anxiety"? Is that how you say it? An- an- anxiety? Yeah, I just put two X's to be edgy. Okay. I guess. Um, anxiety in in its music video. Yeah, man. Um, so the like the whole the whole record like is basically kind of it's kind of like a concept record. It's called Nosebleed. And um, I kind of made this character for it called Nosebleed. It's just, you know, guy, he wears a mask and some glasses and stuff. And I've had him in a couple of music videos. Um, but it, it, I think the whole kind of thing is is about like really getting like really getting in touch with your demons and, and kind of becoming um, becoming them in a way so you can understand them and having to experience like the darkest parts of yourself in order to overcome them, you know. Um, so that's kind of like what the record's about and anxiety specifically is just, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty literal. I, I would say a lot of the things that I, that I talked about in that and, and I, you know, I wrote it kind of at the, you know, tail end, just like a breakup and stuff like that. And it was just a really tough time. I didn't really know like my direction in life and I was very like, you know, just going through a lot of shit. So I, I just kind of wanted to write something, um, that I, you know, a lot of people could relate to, even if they weren't going through the exact same thing. You know, okay. and, and and I've always been very uh, <clears throat> kind of obsessed with like duality, you know, in all my music and my videos. And a lot of times in my videos, I play two different versions of myself. And I just very like fascinated with that, you know. So that's kind of what I did in this in this video, too. And just kind of touches on like the the dark side of creating and, and what you have to sacrifice in order to to create things sometimes and, and share parts of yourself, you know. I don't know if that makes yeah, that's, sense. that's awesome. I definitely like the song. I don't have it memorized. Like I didn't jam it that that's hard, but I did. I did really like it, and the music video was cool. Thanks. Man. And uh, I decided to ask you about that one, so that was nice. Yeah. Um. So, what's the difference between "Say We Can Fly" and your self-titled music? Um. They, I was honestly, I so the Braden Berry record that I put out was kind of like an EDM, like electronic record, and it was. The first time I was like, I want to try something completely different, you know, and I just kind of was going through this little like identity crisis um, of like, all right, I, I have to start a new project because it's completely different than anything I put out. And then I learned it really didn't matter. And um, so it was really just kind of like messing around with with something. I don't know if I'll ever revisit that or not, but. Okay, yeah. it was definitely good. I enjoyed that one, too. Thanks. So, um, yeah, I, I always heard about Say We Can Fly, but I never actually looked into it. And then I seen you play and I was like, wow, this dude's good. I uh, started doing the research on you. I was like, this is, Thanks, why did I miss out on this? Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. So, yeah, you, you're doing really good stuff, man. Um, is there a story behind your song, Ashes? Hmm. That's a good question. I haven't thought about that song in a while. Um, yeah, man, I think that one is just, uh, you know, kind of, I think, well, that I wrote that one when I was, uh, I was like living alone in this kind of like, um, like kind of cabin in the woods almost like I, it was this house that I rented and I was living there by myself for like a year. And it was like crazy lonely, man. Like, I, I don't know how to explain. Like I created so much stuff there, but like, it was, it was like really dark as well. So I think I, I kind of wrote that at the tail end of, I had, I think I was like leaving soon or something, but I kind of wrote that about like just rising out of, you know, out of the ashes and, and trying to, to use your, your pain and use your shit in order to, to build a better version of yourself. And, you know, cause that's what, I ended up trying to do. I was like, I hit kind of hit rock bottom. I was like, I just have to climb out and and just, you know, just uh, go hard and, and try to make myself better. So that's kind of, that's kind of what the song is about. Okay, that's that's cool, man. Uh, that was a, also another fantastic. I haven't heard a song that I didn't like by you. So thanks. Man. Um, sweet. Uh, lost my place. I was paying attention to the comments there too. Um, it's, it's rough producing your own show, man. <clears throat> yeah, this is cool i've never seen this Streamyard thing it's yeah it's cool. really cool Streamyard is a free service well it's free for 28 hours a month um mm-hmm. and after that you gotta pay uh but you get 20 hours free every month and then nice. uh usually if you pay for it 25 dollars a month you get to change your logo and stuff you get there in the right corner and oh, then cool. you get to you get the stream to multiple services so like we're on twitch and youtube right now uh, twitch and facebook That's but true. um yeah it's other than that it's free it's really cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, so where was I? Uh, do you have a car? I do. What do you think about when you're alone in your car? Dude, honestly, in my car is when I do most of my like like thinking and writing. 
like like going through ideas and and stuff you know that's i've especially like i do i do like um some acting and stuff like that like me and my buddy have a show that we produce like a comedy show and that's like Uh, i write all of it in my car you know i just saw the thing for that last night the the gentleman stoners i think yeah yeah i was wondering i was i wanted to ask you about that so what's that all about yeah um that's just i I don't know man like i've um i don't i don't even smoke myself like it's just something it basically wanted we i wanted to we wanted to make a show that was kind of based on uh just like canadian the way that people talk in Canada really is kind of how, why we started it or why I had the idea for it. And it kind of ended up just being some crazy shit. Like we just, you know, it's really more so an outlet. I think like doing comedy for me has really helped me open up and really helped me um, just kind of find more confidence. And that's part of why I love doing it so much, but also, you know, I wanted to get into acting and I didn't have any uh, like on camera experience really other than music videos so i was like all right we'll just make our own you know so i made a demo reel out of that and it's helped me get some other things so yeah it's just for fun you know and we just love doing it so fantastic yeah. uh dana says car thoughts can get deep mm-hmm. yes they yes, can they can yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i asked the question um so you, you ever had any of those deep dark deep deep car thoughts <clears throat> Yeah, man, I I used to listen to um, this other podcast called uh, Actualize.org. And this dude just talks about like crazy philosophy and like just the trippiest shit ever. And a lot of times like when I'd be driving home from the city or something, I'd have those on and I would just be like, wow, like what is going on right now? Like like I'm driving. And I remember the one, the one, the trippiest one I had when I was driving was, um, I don't know how to explain this, but like every, like, let's just say you're here and then like, you know, you walk to your kitchen or something like it feels like you move, but like it's all taking place in this like little windshield you have. Yeah. But in a way, it's the same space. It's it's almost like imagine if it was just a movie and you're actually still you're completely still. I just had this like crazy realization of that while I was driving. I'm like, I can't be thinking about this right now. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, I've I've had that like that, you know, kind of like out of body experience almost. Yeah. 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 yeah yart what does yart mean greg oh that's yeah i know that's that's greg he he owns a label that i'm on we play this game called sea of thieves together and he's yeah he's the captain so he always just i've been trying to get greg on my show for a while well greg come on bud (laughs) gotta hop on an episode (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) yeah thanks buddy um so what can you tell me about your podcast coffee thoughts Coffee thoughts. Yeah, that's um, I, I haven't made an episode in a while, but I kind of started that when I like start kind of started my journey with like um, just understanding myself or like life more and kind of diving into philosophy and spirituality. And so I wanted to kind of like share those things with other people. So I, I talk a lot about that kind of stuff. I don't really talk about music that much, to be honest on there. Um, it's just kind of another outlet for my for my you know, life thoughts and shit like that. I listened to, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. That's it. I listened to your newest episode. That was pretty good. Um, I can't remember what the title of it was, but you were talking about the coronavirus and uh, trying to be, stay positive. And you talked a lot about the, not listening to the news too. And I thought it was pretty cool because I do the same. I don't watch the news. Yeah. Uh, It's too depressing. Yeah. You basically said a lot of the things that I've been saying for a while. And I was like, well, can I kind of connect with this dude? That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. 100%. 100%. I just, I really feel like, like your thoughts really just have such a direct correlation on, on your experiences and your reality. So yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So check out coffee thoughts. Um, what, if you could trade places with any other person for a week, famous or not living or dead, real or fictional, who would it be? Shia LaBeouf, man. Why Shia LaBeouf? I dude, I don't know. I'm just fascinated with that guy's life. <laughs> He's my favorite actor. And I just, I don't know. He just seems like the coolest dude. So I just want to, I would love to know what it's like to be the coolest dude for a week. <clears throat> Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> He's cool, man. <clears throat> That's crazy. Cool, cool. Um, if in your Ghost Killer Entertainment stream, you mentioned something about conspiracies because somebody asked, uh, do you believe in any? <sighs> man, I, I don't know if there's like specifically any that I could, you know, say like, oh, I believe that. It's, it's more so like anytime I hear anything that's going on in life, or in, in in the world i'm always just like man there's no possible way for me to know what's actually happening like there's just no way yeah and it, 
So it's always kind of that. Like it's it's more. So I just don't. I just don't believe that you know what you hear and see on TV is what's going on. I just don't. You know, and I maybe I sound crazy saying that, but I just have a very hard time with it. Like, uh, yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, like I've in my experience with trusting with trusting people, it just always hasn't worked out so well. Yeah, and uh, I've I've always been proven wrong, or uh, you know, like that I can't trust somebody. And like, why am I going to trust some people on TV if it, like you know just because they say something it is the way it is? Like, yeah, you know, provide some proof, you know, whatever. Maybe it's scientifically fact or whatever. You know, it's I don't believe a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so I'm not like a conspiracy theorist. I just don't trust people. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure, man. There's usually money behind things. Yeah, and, man, and uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it just seems very, I don't know, just to have the way the world's structured too, man. It's like, the you know, the things that people are taught and what they're not taught and what's legal, what's illegal. Like, I'm, you know, as far as like just <clears throat> alcohol being legal and, and like psychedelics being illegal, just shit. There's so much shit that I feel like is, is yeah. for, for a purpose of, of keeping people kind of at a certain, you know, Control. vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and it, yeah, I mean, I understand I, it makes sense, but it's just kind of sad once you start to notice that, you know, <clears throat> I guess. Yeah, it's but. it's it's rough. I try not to think about it too much, but every time yeah. the news comes on, it's the first thing I think about. It's like I don't trust you. But yeah. Yeah. um, do you believe? Do you like cassette tapes? I do, man. I don't. I don't know if I have any now. I used to have some, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> so, have you ever wanted to put your music out on cassette? I had one of my albums on a cassette. Actually, some of my friends started a cassette label and they put they printed my album, which is super cool. Yeah, I love cassettes. I do cassettes myself. Um yeah. like a little, little cassette label that I do. But uh which I've been That's starting awesome. up again, which is fun. But uh yeah. So I like lo- I love cassettes. Like people know me as the cassette guy. Um That's awesome. I talk about it all the time in Discord. It's bad, dude. Um <laughs> no, somebody good, photoshopped man. my profile picture, which I just put up on Facebook yesterday. Somebody photoshopped my picture of me wearing uh Mickey Mickey, Mickey ears when I was at Disney and uh they put a, like a cassette in my hand. <laughs> That's awesome. That happened last night, and I I laughed so hard. <laughs> nice, yeah, I think um, I saw that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so that's, I just like cassettes. But uh, if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? Um, man, honestly, I feel like I would uh, I would just save it, man. Like I would probably give it give it to some people that like you know needed like friends and shit. But like I, I don't know, man. I I'm never, I I just like saving money. I try not. I don't have anything like a. I really want to buy. Maybe I'd get, just buy like a sick little house in the woods or something like that. But yeah, man, I'd probably just chill, just save it, keep doing what I'm doing. But Fantastic. I, what if it I was have, like a billion dollars? Would you just do the same thing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I have a movie that I want to make. And I think that would be the first thing I would do with it. But um, yeah, put her in the bank, you know? For real, put in some IRA or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Make more money. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, do I the... day with Shia LaBeouf, maybe that's what I would yeah, do. <laughs> cool. Um, people have been commenting, I, I've been distracted and trying not to pay att- like... I've been trying to pay attention to you, so sorry <clears throat> to the people in the comments, I've been forgetting to post them, but yeah, uh, gonna... oh, they're coming up on here, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they, I so yeah. like I do that, I can post whatever comment I want. Let's find that yart one, yart, yart, <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, so I control that, and if I don't do it myself, it won't show up. So God. it's hard producing your own show, man. Um, <laughs> especially when you have ADHD job. and like autism. You're doing a great job, man. This is super chill. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Glad you're having a good time. Uh, yeah. That's all I want. So, what are your goals for the next few years? Um, <clears throat> my goals for the next few years. I mean, I think. I'm trying to think. I mean, I I think a lot kind of where my focus is now is like, I really do want to pursue acting and that like, that's something that I just love, you know? And, uh, so that's, you know, and that's kind of a journey I started about a year and a half ago and that's, it's been going well. I mean, obviously now everything's kind of shut down. Um, but that's kind of what I'm going to follow for a while. You know, I'd like to move out to, uh, the other side of Canada, Vancouver. Um, but I mean, you know, there's just been some shit like in my life that I feel like I've, I've just kind of got things together recently. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, like I'm happy with my course right now. And like a lot of the issues that I had, I've kind of figured out. And so I feel like, um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm just like happy with wherever life takes me at the moment, but I'm just going to keep making stuff. You know, I, I used to care a lot more about specific things, you know, like I want to, you know, sell these many tickets to my shows or play here and shit. Like I've just, 
more kind of just found peace with where my life's at and and i'm just happy waking up and doing like creating stuff you know um <clears throat> yeah yeah so fantastic um so have you been in anything uh i don't want to say notable that sounds shallow <clears throat> but um like have you been any any what kind of things have you acted in so far i guess is the best way to ask that yeah yeah so i i just i mean i did a lot of background acting when i lived in the city so i was in some netflix stuff just like literally in the background but then i i ended up getting an agent and um i shot like pretty much everything i've shot hasn't come out yet so i did a i actually did a episode of a paranormal ghost investigation show that's like a reenactment um and so i played a demon which was really cool and uh i did a which, commercial which one are you allowed to say yeah it's called hotel paranormal it's not out yet as far as i know that sounds so fun oh my god dude it was sick so that was my first like actual shoot and and uh it was really awesome but and then i did uh, a commercial for a wine company which hasn't come out yet and then i actually just did a christmas movie which is going to be coming out i think this christmas but the gentleman stoner stuff that we were talking about like i wouldn't have been able to do any of that if i hadn't have had so much practice on camera you know like oh yeah you gotta shit. start somewhere definitely yeah. good to get your portfolio going yeah man, where can i watch that gentleman stuff the gentleman stoner is that uh, something just, on youtube or yeah it's just on youtube you can go to the gentlemanstoners.com and all the episodes are up there as well <clears throat> i'm definitely gonna check that out after this because that sounds Thanks, fun man. so yeah, it's, it's a comedy show or it is yeah it's just very st- weird ass comedy yeah. Like, what's that other Canadian show that, oh, what's it called? Trailer Park Boys that you're thinking of? No, it's uh, that <laughs> really it weird, trippy show. It's like they're on a farm and there's a. <sighs> Is it Letter Kenny? Is that it? That's it. Yeah. 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 I watched an episode of that once. That <laughs> shit was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. Is weird. That's kind of how I talk in the show. Yeah. Bit. So that yeah. sounds cool. Definitely have to check that out. Um, yeah, man. <clears throat> i write a note for that. Um, all right. So. We talked about that. Talked about this. Editing point. Stranger crazy experiences while performing. Um, I'm trying to think here. So I have a hard time sorting back and thinking about that. So, um, huh? Oh, I had one. I had one. One show I played where uh, literally, like in the middle of the show, we were about like I was. We were setting up to play. And it was pretty. You know, it was a pretty good little turnout there. And then the promoter of the show came up to me. Like, I don't know why he came up to me, but he came up to me. He's like, hey, man, um, we can't like we can't afford to pay the sound guy. Can you tell everybody that the show's canceled? <laughs> and I was like, really? dude?" So, yeah, we had to cancel the show in the middle of it. And, and we went to this coffee shop down the street and finished it, which is pretty cool. So that was crazy. Cool. This is a very strange one. And yeah. Any other strange experiences just in general life? Hmm. And definitely have been in life. I, I just I'm, I'm trying to think right now. Um, dude, I for some reason I'm so bad at like remember like I know I have stuff, but I can't like when people ask me, I'm it's like, it's not a you thing, man. It's it's a, it's a very on the spot question. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's definitely been some strange experiences in my life. If I think of one, I'll, I'll tell all you. All right, yeah, just let me know. Um, yeah. all right. So, have you grown out of your emo phase? No, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> no, man, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's very deeply ingrained in me. You know, it's I mean, it's really just the hair. I think a lot of it. But Emo maybe forever. I guess the piercings, too. But I don't know, man. I've just always been, I've loved that style so much, man. You know, I really do. And There's I, nothing wrong with that. I used to dress in all black, too. Like, I, yeah, like when I was in high school, I'd wear a black suit, white tie. Just that's dope. Yeah, I yeah. I'd wear a suit to school. It was weird, dude. That's great. Nobody ever made slippers because cool. I look nice, but <laughs> yeah, it's just I could tell they wanted to. That's awesome, man. Yeah, like people don't do that shit as much anymore, you know. <clears throat> I don't know. I definitely got made fun of. It just wasn't on the days I wore a suit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so like, let's I, get man. special or something. Let's let's give them a break today. Yeah, I used to. I, I mean, I the fir- I still wear girls' skinny jeans, but I remember the first time I bought them, I got I got made bullied for it too, but I kept kept wearing them, kept wearing them. So. yeah <clears throat> emo never dies um yeah somebody said that in a comment and then somebody else said it again but yeah so uh how does being a musician affect your personal life um i mean it's so like intimately you know connected with with it like it's um i don't know man it's <clears throat> i don't know how to explain like it's just it's it's just how does it affect it i, I mean it probably affects the way that i view like everything right you know because like when i'm in a situation or i'm talking to people i'm thinking of it i think from partially this creative lens and i feel like you can apply 
you can apply creativity to situations too, you know, or, or relationships or like, you know, trying to navigate something in life. So I feel like I'm very good at like, you know, piecing things together, like kind of like a puzzle or, or like knowing what my next move needs to be. Like, I feel like I'm very good at that in, in life. I feel like that's partially due to there's always like having to do that with like editing or, or like piecing a song together or like writing and kind of always like, you know, out, trying to outrun my own brain a little bit. Like, so it's, I mean, it's, it also kind of gives me something to hide behind a little bit, you know, like it's, it's, if I didn't have this, I think I had a harder time sometimes like um, connecting with people because a lot of times people find, for some reason find that very interesting. Like, Oh, you're a musician. Like people, you know, find it interesting. So it's an easy way to, cause I'm not good at talking to people sometimes, you know? So it's an easy way to be like, Oh yeah, yeah you know, like do this and then pull up the Instagram and like, that's kind of cool for people, but you know, it's it used as a tool sometimes, I guess. I don't know. But I do. I enjoy it. You know, I do. Sweet. Uh, James asked, best song you ever wrote? Um, well, I mean, I guess that's for me, it's it's a song called Shallow. Um, it's either Toss Between That or it's one called Here's My Heart that just they really, you know, they just really mean a lot to me. Like, I don't know what it is about certain songs that like you write. And <clears throat> like some songs I ha- I don't feel connected to at all anymore. Some And those two songs, I just like I can play them anytime, you know. And uh, I still feel the same emotion I felt when I wrote it. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Do you have like, is, is, uh, I kind of wanted to ask the same question, but it's like, is that your favorite? Like those, would you call those your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. I would okay. Say so. So, same question. My dumb. Um, <clears throat> so you have a, you have a beanie line? I have beanie a, um, left? oh no, no. Well, I have, I have a clothing line. Um, I think I, I wrote emo never left on a beanie and I, I had that as merch for a while, but I do, I have a clothing line called stay cozy. <clears throat> so I do like, uh, you know, sweaters, hoodies, beanies, wall tapestry, stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Stay. Co- oh, so yeah, you, I seen the sign, you, the neon sign you have in your, in your studio there and your yeah, podcast. Yeah. That's, yeah. I didn't know what that's not meant, <clears throat> what that meant. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Man. When did you start that? Uh, I think I like officially started it in maybe December. I'm pretty sure it's when I actually opened it because I was working on building, uh, you know, the back end and everything for probably like five months and getting all my inventory, initial inventory ready and stuff. Because um, I, I started basically like I brought it out through Shopify. So I, I was taking courses and like learning. I was actually learning like drop shipping just to kind of learn some principles of online sales and stuff. So I was preparing for it for a long time. And then, um, yeah, I think I launched it in December. That's pretty cool. So what all goes into that? Like, what do you do? Do you make them yourself or you pay people to do it? Or um, I mean, like some of them, I like I kind of design like the I, I was making them myself. Like I was literally ordering shirts, screen printing them, drying them and everything before. But it just takes way too much, you know, time yeah, and it's yeah. the quality. So so now I, you know, I, I ordered I design stuff and then I either, you know, pay somebody to to just actually design it. And then I have like suppliers that I'll go to and be like, I want, you know, this like my my sweaters for example like the the lining is velvet and and they're like longer you know so i was kind of like <clears throat> i want to design clothes that like i would want because i always have a problem with hoodies like they're they're too short you know and they always kind of ride up so like all right i'll make like longer ones and so i don't actually like make them but i do all like the the packaging and mailing and stuff i do myself so that's and then, pretty cool yeah which I, I enjoy you know i like i like business stuff too so nice uh dakota wants to know what's your therapy what's your therapeutic artist dakota oh dakota so that's my boy dakota walters he's um we've toured together a couple times he's my freaking boy my therapeutic artist though we're actually supposed to do a tour right now we we were supposed to be on tour right now but um nothing nowhere man honestly dude i would say for real yeah yeah, I really I only know a few of his songs, but the songs I know are great. And uh, my favorite, I think, is uh, walking down the street. Got a couple of my got a couple dollars in my wallet, a few coins or something, something along those lines. I don't remember the lyrics exactly. I don't know if I heard that one. doing well. That's the name of the song. I don't think I've actually heard that one. I'll have to check it. It's a good one. Look it up. I think it's yeah, I've been doing well by nothing nowhere. <laughs> OK, I'll check it. <clears throat> it's a it's like that's my favorite song he's ever put out um so cool therapeutic hmm. who inspires you the most musically mm. 
I mean, it kind of it changes depending on uh, like the you know what I'm writing. Um, I mean, for this stuff, obviously, it was nothing nowhere. Um, and then for my my EDM stuff, I was listening to a lot of Olenium and Chainsmokers, and uh, you know my my normal acoustic stuff is kind of depends. Like <clears throat> you know, for a while, it was like Ed Sheeran, and there's like Dashboard Confessional, Never Shout Never. I mean, just kind of changes, you know. Depends. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite experience from being on tour? Um, well, my favorite tour was, it's kind of a, t- uh, well, the favorite, like the craziest tour I did was, was warp tour. That was, that was like the ultimate friggin' experience. Like that was life changing. Um, but then I had a tour actually with Dakota, I think it was two years ago. Now we toured with the plain white tees and, uh, summer high it was like friends of mine. And that was for whatever reason, like just such a good time, you know? Cause like when you, when you tour, it's you're with different people. So you just never know, like how the bond's going to form <clears throat> and kind of what you're going to, how you're going to vibe with everybody. But I've never felt closer to people than I did on that tour. And, and me and Dakota were like, I remember the first day I met him at the first show, we both like, I had been like getting into card magic. And so oh, I, yeah? pulled out, I pulled out a deck of cards and then he did too. And he's like, bro, like seriously. And then he also was doing card magic. So we just super connected on that. And we were like doing card magic at every show, teaching each other shit. Like it was awesome. That was really fun. <clears throat> you ever like tried to pick up a girl with card magic? It, you don't even have to try. It just happens, you know. Like <laughs> people really enjoy that shit. No, I I don't know. It it can be a good icebreaker at like parties and stuff. I've you know pulled the deck and then especially when everyone's drinking because everyone's just like extra mind blown. So you know. sweet. Um, what <laughs> was uh? Anne wants to know what was the hardest song to write. <clears throat> um. That's a good question. I had there's a song called "The Art of Anesthesia" that I had on an album from a long time ago. That one took me like weeks and weeks, you know, because because so, sometimes it can be like the whole song is there, but you're just missing like you know a verse, and like it just doesn't happen for weeks, you know. So, <clears throat> but I feel like the best ones kind of happen in 20 minutes or an hour, like the some of the best songs. So I like when that happens. Fantastic. Um. So what what exactly took I may have missed this part. What exactly made it took so long to write for it to write <clears> it? Um the lyrics or like the music? Yeah, it was the lyrics for sure. Cause it because <clears throat> I mean it, it's easy to put like it's easy to write like just a placeholder, you know, or just write something that comes to mind. But like there I don't know, for me it, it had there has to be certain words that kind of fit in the same vein of, of like what you think of when you hear them. So it's sometimes hard to find those, you know. Yeah, I I am terrible at writing lyrics, so props to you, man, because I can't, I couldn't even if I wanted to. But like that, anybody who can write lyrics amazes me, like <laughs> rhyme and all that poetry <clears throat> stuff. I, I couldn't even if I tried. I'm good with writing music, but that not the lyrics. Yeah, um, I mean, it can be challenging though, for sure. So what's uh, what? How are you holding up in this COVID nineteen chaos, dude? I mean, honestly, like I, I, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I think, um. The biggest thing for me is that like I I used to go to the gym every day and that was kind of like my rock, you know, really grounded me. So that that's been the hardest part is not being able to do that. And and it's kind of made me be like, all right, I need to find other ways to deal with my, you know, because that was really just a release of all emotions and all that shit, you know. So it's been it for me, very interesting, like self-discovery kind of, you know, visiting parts of myself that I haven't. But, you know, and I. I hope that everyone's doing all right too. I know I know a lot of people are having a tough time, but I'm trying to use it as a time to to, you know, still be productive and I've gotten back into video games, which has been nice. I haven't gamed since I was like twelve. What, so what been, game are you playing? I've pretty much just been playing the, the Sea of Thieves game on uh PC. It's it's so fun, man. I haven't heard of that one. What are you doing that? It, you're basically a pirate and uh you, you, you can play with your friends so like you can get a crew together and then start a, a ship. And then you basically just sail. It's like an open world. So you meet other players and you have ship battles and it's very realistic, which is really fun. Yeah. Aaron Miller. That's Aaron is one of my managers. Sivertson's <laughs> trope. That's, that's part from the gentleman's stone or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so uh, what's the process of how you write songs? You kind of mentioned a little bit already, but is there anything you could fill in? <clears throat> um. Yeah, so so the way that I kind of look look at uh, music, or at least the way that it helps me to write, is 
like, like I've I've always been very fascinated with like frequencies and vibrations and just like understanding that like everything in life is moving, you know, and it's vibrating and um, you know, so emotions, <clears throat> I try to learn as much about this as I can for myself, but like every emotion, you know, has its own feeling, obviously. That's why like when you're sad, you feel sad when you're happy, you feel happy. But so every emotion has like a distinct vibration, you know, that, that it carries and, and you can do things throughout your day to bring yourself closer or further away from whatever emotion. And so I think because of that, music i mean music is also all vibration and frequency you know so i think that yeah. every emotion has a corresponding you know uh pocket of you know sonic pocket i guess or like just sounds so a lot of times what i'll do like i'll just play my guitar play the piano until i hit a note or a chord that resonates with like i feel you know like just like i can feel it connect to whatever i'm feeling or thinking because <clears throat> i feel like it'll match up eventually so a lot of times i'll just I'll just mess around until that happens. And then, you know, I, I try to usually does like use the the music, like the guitar or piano or whatever to kind of design the the landscape a little bit. And then I kind of look at the lyrics as the story that takes place in that landscape. So I try to paint it with the the sound, with the music or guitar first and then and then kind of write the story inside that, if that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, so I do the same thing, except I don't write stories, but um I was even when I tried to write lyrics, I'd always go with the music first and then kind of like listen to it in my head a thousand times until I thought of lyrics, yeah. but it just never worked out. But, um, but I feel yeah. like honestly, man, like you can tell a story with the lyrics too. I think I really I'm think like, like, yeah, I mean, I have a, one buddy who he's like a finger style guitarist. He doesn't sing, but his songs are all like take you on a journey, you know, that's like, awesome. Every note takes you somewhere. Yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> do you ever like force yourself to write? I do some yeah sometimes I do like sometimes I get very disappointed because I'm like I'm gonna make a dope song today and then I sit down and I'm like wow I can't think of anything and a lot of times you know if I feel like I have to force it now I just don't bother <clears throat> but I you know I do try to make myself right but it usually okay. don't work uh, what's the most important advice you could give to an aspiring musician <laughs> <clears throat> I think um, I mean now nowadays I think at least from what I've heard and talked to people, I think the thing that stops a lot of people from, you know, having faith in yourself is is that it's so easy to compare yourself to people constantly. Like, oh, this person has this many followers or views and shit. Like, none of that matters. Not, and, and I think the only thing that should matter is put your heart into what you're doing and focus on that because that's all you have control over at the end of the day. And I think you have to understand that, like, just because a song has 10 million views, you know, doesn't make it any more important than a song that has 10 views. Like the song that has 10 views could impact somebody as much as the one that has 10 million. You know what I mean? So I think you just always got to focus on what you're creating and focus on other people, you know, don't worry about all like the, the money and all that shit. It's a byproduct, I think of, of doing good work, you know? So I think that's just always stick to your work and, and hone that as much as you can and connect with people. <clears throat> fantastic hope that helps out people um how do you feel about cars becoming fully autonomous and having no steering wheel brakes or accelerators in the future man i feel like it'll just be a little boring like i i mean i i was a mario kart guy you know that's part of how i learned to drive so i would <laughs> i would be sad to not be able to actually drive but i mean hopefully it makes it safer because i mean driving is pretty terrifying yeah yeah it is it's yeah it's terrifying. I don't. I used to speed, then I got into a wreck. Not on speed anymore. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it scared the hell out of me. Um, <clears throat> what fact amazes you every time you think of it? <clears throat> Damn, there's so many. Um, I think I think that uh, that at one time we weren't alive. Already. You Wait, know, what? That before we were born, we weren't alive. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like we we woke up without ever going to sleep. You know, I, I always find that very crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely rough uh, to think about. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate thinking about that kind of thing because I start thinking about like, well, death comes, and then I'm like, I won't be alive anymore. They uh, get into that. Yeah, it's, thinking it's, about that kind of stuff freaks me out. But yeah. um, hey, Donna, sorry, I was gonna say hi to Donna. <clears throat> hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in. <clears throat> Thanks for coming to the show. Um, do you think psychic abilities exist? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I guess it depends in what way. Like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think you can tap into shit for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Which psychic <clears throat> ability would you like to have? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I I think I'm trying to think of like a useful one because I would say like being able to move stuff without touching it. That'd be kind of cool. Telekinesis. Yeah, or like. Like instant instant manifestation of things, you know. That's be, that, that's like a superpower. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome though. Um, what skill or craft would you like to master? Hmm. That I haven't like even done. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, or anything. <clears throat> Man, I, I mean, I'd love to to be like I I really wanted to get super good at magic, and I just kind of like stopped doing it. But I, that was something I really would love to do. Yeah. It's Keep hard. the next Chris Ang- Chris Angel. Yeah, man. <laughs> David, uh... you start to learn how it works. It kind of, you know, it ruins it. Because when you learn the principles, you like every time you watch it, you're like, oh, that's how that works. But it, it's so fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool with the the mystery of it. Like it always makes me want to learn how it works. And yeah. <laughs> I know like one card trick, and that's that's it. That's all the one I know. But it always like amazed me how like just counting a certain number of cards would make one show up you know it's yeah, just yeah. nuts i still don't even know how it works i just know how to do it yeah man <laughs> yeah and uh it still amazes me but yeah, yeah cool. um i've never tried counting cards maybe i should just get rich <clears throat> 40 years what do you think you'll be most nostalgic about this conversation for I don't real know. <laughs> no but this is nice it's really nice at 40 uh i don't know Oh man, that's a good question, man. Oh, I'm so bad with that, man. Like I, I get so nostalgic about like what happened before in my life. I'll get, you know, I'll get really sad about it some days. You know, I'm listening to music and be like thinking about how great life was then, but at the time, I didn't think it was good and I wanted to be somewhere else. You know, I'm always like that. Like even now, I'm like, oh, I, I need to be somewhere else. And I know in, in a year when I get there, I'll be looking back and be like, oh, that was actually really nice, you know? So I'm always doing that. <clears throat> do you remember a show at the Penny Road Pub? Oh, I absolutely do remember that show, Carly. <laughs> yeah, Penny Road Pub, yeah, that was in Chicago or somewhere in Illinois, yeah. That was cute. Cool. Uh, Katie wants to be a mind reader. That's terrifying. <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine I, if mind readers, <laughs> mind readers exist, dude. That I'd be terrified to walk around, or if dude, like the dude. government just knew what you thought, like I shit mean, like that. Yeah. And would you even want to know what everyone's really thinking all the time? I don't. I don't. No, it'd be it'd be chaos, like <laughs> archery. You'd be driven insane with the things people think. Yeah, man, it'd be crazy. <clears throat> oh, that's nuts. Hey, oh, yeah. hey, dude, watch this 30th <laughs> dude, yeah, so time. We'd be, uh, like, in the van on, like, a 10-hour drive, and we'd practice and be like, yo, bro, check it out. Like, I got it. I got it this time. And then we'd just, like, do the trick. And we, <laughs> even though we know how it works and we've seen each other do it, we'd be like, oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, So I've run out of the questions I had for you, and I'm kind of just you're speed running the show. So I'm just oh, going man. to my backup questions. Have you ever had the falling dream? Mm, yeah. Where you just like fall? Yeah, and then you just yeah. suddenly jolt awake. Dude, yeah, yeah, those are terrifying. What's like a particular? Do you remember any in particular? Like, yeah, I remember one that I was I was driving, like I drove a car off of this there's some like platform in the sky, and it was just falling, like a car was just falling. That's nuts. So the falling dream was always the same for me. It was always me jumping down a staircase and then like landing wrong and then like you know t- falling down the stairs and when i hit the ground I'd, I'd wake up and it was when i was in my old where i lived in uh before when i was a kid it was always that staircase and then as soon as i moved to my new house it became that staircase and like once <laughs> really? it moved yeah like <clears throat> and it like i haven't had it in years now but it was always that like i used to have it all the time when i was a lot younger like before 18 i always have that That's dream trippy. And it was just, I would jolt awake every time. It was like jump a mile out of bed. But it yeah. was always a staircase that I lived in. And it was nuts. But um, when you put on a shirt, which arm do you put on first? Oh. I think my left one every time, actually. When I think about it. It's the quickest somebody's answered that one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, cool. 
what what do you think is a conspiracy? Oh man, oh, it's like everything, dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> All <laughs> of it, everything. Chuck E. Cheese, man. We live in a simulation. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nothing, nothing really makes sense when you really think about it. <clears throat> I don't know. All right, cool. Um, <clears throat> have you ever forged your parents' signature? I think probably when I was younger for like high school. Do you remember the story? Mm, no, I I know I've done it. I'm trying to think here. It was something. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, it was for a short film. I so this I <laughs> this guy came into our drama class when I was grade nine and was like, "Yo, we're, I'm looking for someone to play in like a short film." And I was like, "Yeah, I want to be an actor." Like, and then it was basically a short film about Nazis, and I needed a consent form, so I just signed. <laughs> And I gave it to him. <laughs> and then we ended up doing it. It was actually really cool. You so you got the permission slip and gave it to him the same day? Yeah, I just it was basically because I was like, I I just don't want to I want to make sure just in case my parents say no that I, I've already said I can't do it. <laughs> but they, they said it was fine anyway. So cool. Yeah. Uh if you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? <sighs> oh god, man. <laughs> wow. Um Man, I don't know. I, I think, oh, that's such a hard. That's a hard one, man. Because, hmm, stream my music. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Cool. You still have twenty eight seconds. Oh God. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I don't know. Let me just yeah, give up my phone one. number and see it. See it, how many people text me. I don't know. Here, I'll do <clears> it in person. Give me, call me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lacey doesn't remember if she met you or not at Veld. I've never been to Veld, but that sounds sick. <laughs> I don't cool think story. I have. That's like a festival, isn't it? I've never heard of it. Yeah, what are your top three worst fears? Um, man, I, <clears throat> I, I mean, just like surface ones, definitely like spiders, heights, and I mean, I'm still pretty scared of the dark too. Not gonna lie. But uh, I mean, I like deeper ones. I would say, like, I have a pretty big fear of people I love, you know, dying or shit, bad shit happening. I try not to think about it, but that's like a that's a deep, deep dark one. <clears throat> yeah, that's 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 like so. I think mine are like dying, fire alarms, and bugs. Fire alarms, yeah. I'm terrified of fire alarms. Is there dude. like a story, like a reason why? I think it's just pure autism. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, no, I just it's ever since I was a child. I, terrified of fire alarms my dad's been a firefighter since the day i was born i was even a firefighter it got a little bit better when i became a firefighter but um it's still no like not not cool um so yeah let's see what else i got how about you i was thinking about taking it to an hour um we're almost there i don't want to take up all your time but um who's the most impressive person uh impressive famous person alive today impressive so many i keep going back to shia man but that guy i don't know man <laughs> i i don't know what he's doing right now but i dude i i love i love about him is that he does like super just down-to-earth stuff you know like he'll he like like he like hitchhiked across the states and just like you know got in cars with random people and shit like i just like when people are da- super down to earth and connect you know but i feel like a lot of you know people who are successful now actually do take the time to do that um um that's a good question though who's the most okay. impressive one okay um the, rock, have... the rock's pretty impressive too okay yeah the, the rock johnson yeah yeah who else <laughs> um uh, who, what was i gonna say is uh have you ever had a dream so vivid you thought it was reality um yeah i mean like i like actually was convinced that it happened yeah like woke up and like wait was that a dream or not like yeah man yeah that's actually happens quite a bit yeah i mean sometimes it's like something will happen to somebody in my dream and i'm like whoa like i need to check on them you know shit like that have you ever had a dream like the same dream like multiple times or like like kind of like couldn't remember if the dream you had last night happened three years ago or it just happened last night yeah 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 this is is one dream i have about 
it's kind of it's about like not like the end of the world kind of but it's like a military thing and it's dude it's fucking terrifying i've had it i think i've had it three times you know but it's hard it's hard to know <clears throat> that's crazy yeah um yeah end of the world that's like coming soon yeah but Hopefully it's not. terrifying <laughs> um <clears throat> i love it like 2019 started ended with world war three memes and like uh plague doctor memes and then we almost went into World War Three, and then we got a plague. Yeah, people just need to chill out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the hell? You're bringing bad energy into the world. Yeah, man. manifesting things. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. All right, so how do I get back here? It's odd using two different computers. All right, <laughs> where was I? Uh, so we're gonna end it off with what's the funniest thing that happened to you recently, or in general? Oh man, another one of those bad like. Yeah, make you think a little <laughs> bit. I try to think, man. <clears throat> what is a funny thing? Um, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like not good at remembering these. It's fine, though. It's not. You're not I the mean, only I, one. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of something, but like I, I've just been in my room for the last like three weeks. So <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Wait, how's that not on my list? Interesting impressions. Go. Okay. It's usually on my list, man. I don't know how it didn't make this list. Let's try. Let's try. Like man, Scoob. Like, let's get stoned, man. There's a little shaggy for you. That's awesome. (laughs) And uh, it's uh, Peter Griffin here. Just trying to get a beer. Go down to the clam, get a beer. (laughs) I don't know. That's <laughs> I live where they I live where that show's based in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that show's based off Cranston, Rhode Island, even though they call it Call Hog. Call Hog is Cranston. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. I love that show. It's so good. But uh yeah, that's good. You have any others? Mr. Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> Karen <laughs> I do but uh, it's a bunch of random shit. I don't even know. I love it, dude. That's great. Like, I don't often get people that can do it. Usually, I ask that question. It's like, oh, you know, man, you know, I don't really have any interesting. I'm like, do you have any though? Like, yeah, I'm always doing voices of shit, man. I like doing it. Yeah, I meant. To, I don't know how I forgot to put that on the list. It's like my favorite question to ask. <laughs> yeah, you doing that voice there, the British one, almost made me made me remember. Yeah, I would have been so mad if I'd be reviewing this. Where's the impressions question? Oh, there you go. Damn it, Brandon. You got it right there. There we go. <laughs> What's your favorite impression that you do? My favorite one. Oh man, everyone always likes the Peter Griffin one, but I, man, for for me, it's personally doing the Southern voice. That's uh, I'd say that's my darn favorite. I, you know, I I can do it all day, to be honest. The like Southern, it. yeah, I yeah. just talk like a Southern accent. Can you do a good sling blade? A what? You don't know Sling Blade? No, I don't. Oh, the fantastic movie. You got to look up Sling Blade. Uh, do you know Bad Santa? I've never seen it. I know. I know what it is. Okay. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is the main actor in Bad oh, Santa. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton wrote, directed, and starred in in uh, Sling Blade, and it's uh, it's about this this guy. Uh, he grows up mentally disabled, and I don't want to ruin the story too hard, but like he uh, goes to jail for something, and think 40 years later he gets released and they just drop him in the out out in the world and uh he has to like figure it out for himself and it's just such a good movie um it's really good yeah it's uh check out sling blade i'm pretty sure it's on netflix i don't know if it's on netflix in canada but it might be um very very good movie i'm gonna write that down because otherwise i'll forget sling blade sling blade cool um so yeah, uh, I guess I think there was another question I saw. Um, searching through the comments here. If anybody has a question, you have like one minute to, to say it. Um, yep. Last couple of questions from the audience. Uh, editing point. Dope. Oh yeah. Uh, so somebody asked, do you have uh, any lucid dreams? Um, no. Honestly, I've n- I don't really know. I mean, most of the times I like I'm not like I have a feeling that I'm dreaming. You know, but I, I'm never like, oh, this is a dream. I can do whatever I want. <clears throat> but I, I, I can't. I feel like I'm able to wake myself up. Like when I know shit's really bad in the dream. But, yeah. Um, 
Carly says we're both so wholesome. That's nice. Thank you, Carly. Um, <clears throat> what impression would you like to know how to do? Mm. Oh, God, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd love to be able to do um, like a really good SpongeBob. That'd be cool. That would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. First song you learned on guitar. Um, first time I learned the guitar, I think I was probably honestly probably was like "Smoke on the Water" or something because I took I took guitar lessons. I think it was probably that. <clears throat> "Smoke on the Water." Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. I think that'll be it then. Uh. So last time to shout and plug. <laughs> shout out and plugs, man. I wrote that backwards. <laughs> plugs and shout outs. So. Uh, <laughs> Do yeah. whatever, shout out whoever you want and plug whatever well, you want. You know, I'd just like to shout out everyone who's watching, everyone who supports, you know. Thank you guys. And uh, plug new music coming out May 1st. whole bunch of stuff coming out after that. Um, You know, Gentlemen Stoners, you feel like laughing a little bit. Have a little giggle fest. Go watch that. <clears throat> and thank you, Brandon, as well. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. It's been an honor to have you on and get to know you a little bit here. Um, always welcome back on the show again eventually when I when I get properly new questions. Yeah, um, that'd be great, man. But uh, so before we go, do you have a SpongeBob impression? <clears throat> I'll try. Uh, so I get so nervous when people ask me to do these. <clears throat> okay, let me just think here. <clears throat> <laughs> Misty Krabs! <laughs> I mean, those, those are right. <laughs> it's hard to say. That was good, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I, it's hard to say just like, the normal stuff with SpongeBob, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, so um, just trying to filter through the comments real quick. Uh. <laughs> oh, thanks man. for showing the best bean of your show, Brandon. <laughs> the best bean i don't know what that means but you're welcome um all right so 10 out of 10 all that good stuff thank you everybody for watching commenting thank you brayden for coming on the show everybody this is brayden barry of Lindsay, ontario brayden is the musician behind say we can fly and he hosts a podcast called coffee thoughts he also enjoys streaming to his audience you beautiful people uh on you now in his spare time everybody this is the hey how's it going show Thank you, guys.